Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. you all out there welcome in to a very special episode of angel city stories my name is mallow i am your host your gm and your internet rockstar boyfriend when you say a very special episode it makes me think that we're gonna do a psa that i am not prepared for <laughs> it's i mean if if, the, if these last, what, 50, 51 episodes have taught you, you should take no PSA advice from muffins at all. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to start by the introductions right there. Playing a nine-foot giant love robot, it's Joe playing muffins, cupcake, and grifter. Just below him, he's got a bunny on his jacket and he likes to drive fast. He's also one handsome some bitch. It's Pete playing Bunny Boy. Hey, thanks. Just, yeah, all the sound effects this last season. That was all me. There you go. This is an exact I mean, our Foley artist. Let me know, Disney, if you need any. <laughs> Rocking right next to him, he is our kilted gutter punk himself. It's Lance playing Blizz. I actually had a blizz moment today at the fair. Oh God, please, I, uh, please. I, I walked into the restroom carrying a giant corn dog because everybody's hands was full. Okay. And a little kid was sitting next to the door. And as I was walking out of the restroom, I hear him go, did he make that in there? <laughs> to be fair. Fair corn dogs, if you in the right context, do kind of look like a, a turd with a stick in it. Thanks for that. I actually really enjoy corn dogs. Now, well, you maybe did. not so much. Yeah. Well, if you if you bite into one and it tastes just, like a turd. Nope, just, just nope. The more done. you know right there. Hey, that's a PSA that, that muffins can safely give. If it tastes like shit, don't eat it. I don't think the world needed to know that. <laughs> I think I everyone mean, already knew that. Given the timeline we're apparently in, I think we needed to know that. That show I, needed to end one season earlier. I would like to point out to everybody about the timeline that we're in. Like, if you come into our Discord, like, frequently it's, like, people will post news articles and it will go, you want to how you get Identico? This is how you get Identico. Thank you, Amazon and your corporate towns. Florida for being Florida. Texas, Texas for being, for being Texas. Texas. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. We wrote this years ago. You guys, This wasn't a how-to guide. Having to follow all of that, due north, it's wild playing Eve. Hey, bitches, I got a couple of announcements. Oh. Okay, so buckle in. All right. First of all, Cassie makes bomb ass mixed berry jam. Oh. And that was my meal before my stream and it was freaking fantastic. And second of all, um, we made this 
for you, Melo, <gasps> for your last stream. Oh. Thank you for being our DM. Oh, thank um, you. You'll see it when we meet next. <sighs> also, stream, chat, viewers on YouTube, we love you. Thank you. And, um, yeah, it's been a fun ride. It has been. It has been. My co-conspirator, at least for the past seven years, co-creator of Identico, and GM of a very popular show called Chaos Inc. every other Monday, right here on twitch.tv slash Identico, it's Alex playing Billy. What's up, everybody? That's a, <laughs> and Titus, yeah. That's New true. Titus. New Titus, Titus okay. Titus, Titus went to become one with the Force. <laughs> Made out of hot dogs. Titus 2.0, they passed out the hole in the face. <laughs> and he'll, finally... One of these days we're oh. going to do that as a twist. I'm going to bring Titus back, and he'll have like been salvaged from that dumpster. It is spooked like, almost. It is almost spooktober, yeah. <laughs> and and he will come for muffins. Halloween oh. zombie episode. Oh, God. You don't understand how much I legitimately grieved because Titus died. Yeah, I don't I think that's why I keep poking fun at it. Yeah, I don't think there's I don't think there's there's any coming back from that. To be honest, I don't I don't I don't think there is. We just haven't written a rule for it yet. We'll figure just, it out. Okay. I mean, <laughs> not not to dip into another cyberpunk genre, but if you've played Cyberpunk 2077, and you've dealt with the board guys at the beginning. That's what Tatus would have to look like with just like no face. I don't even want to get into crossing up the the IPs at the moment because we still have to introduce Cassie playing Katassi. Hello, y'all. Hello. She brings the color out of all of us. You look at the look like look at all the panels. Like I do. All I, I have, got is wild hair and sass mouth. So I hope y'all yeah. are ready. Yeah, I I just I fake it with with shitty uh, lighting. She just brings it naturally. That's that's her actual hair color right there. It's just she just comes like that. Well, we went to the fair today, and there was a booth there that was called, that you could get. They called it fair hair done, and they'd like do your hair up like a uh, like a mohawk and like spray like, like temporary dyes and make it like all rainbow and stuff. I dared her to take her current hair in there and see what they could do with it. I didn't want to intimidate them. It felt tacky to do that bigger show and dominance at the state fair without like actually showing livestock. Fair enough. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, what do you do? I was like, what do you do? You just walk in there, like two doors open, just like Aragorn style, like check this shit out and then walk away. <laughs> like It's like it. It's like an anime intro and her yeah. hair is just like all lit up and it just blinds everybody yeah. as they walk in. <laughs> and it just, it gets that little bit of anime it's like, ching! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, well, it took us 20 minutes to get through the intro, so we're doing good tonight. Yes. Exclamation point tangent. <laughs> it's fine. Wildling already called it on us earlier. Uh, <clears throat> tonight's going to be kind of like that. Uh, we have, uh, a hair bit more story for you. This is an epilogue, uh, of the final events. Um, if you haven't caught up with the show, uh, I should probably stop 
watching right now because <laughs> we're gonna spoil some things for you. So if you're watching on YouTube, go check out the other 49 episodes because this is gonna spoil a lot of things probably for you. Uh, but if you're watching live and you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so as we kind of get into it, so I'm not going to do a recap. Um, I will, we'll do plugs at the end of the show. We're going to jump right into some of the last bit of stories that we have for tonight. Um, and I want to set the scene for, for you all here and everybody at home. Um, you all are sitting around at a Denny's. Because of course you are. <laughs> it is uh, it is about a week or so after the events uh, of our last episode. And per usual, it is early in the morning for you all. As in like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Because nothing good happens at 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning at a Denny's. Including you all showing up. So, you know, that happens. Uh, all of the things that we can do today, you have two, we have two different ways we want to go. And I want to give everybody a chance to kind of, uh, talk through. There's some lists of things that you all told me you want to do. There's some things that we probably do on the fly, but, uh, this can be told both as a flashback over the past week or so, um, and, or as current present day discussion. Um, but I want to deal with the... Um, a giant stuffed pink elephant in the room because Katassi and that's not me calling her a giant pink stuffed animal although we should make stuffed animals a digi that would be cool um, you're back in a human body <laughs> sad <laughs> uh When you left the tower and your other sort of form that you had is a lanky seven foot tall, pale white, leathery humanoid with sort of a flat face, completely bald, bigger ears, and you are kind of on one side of the helicopter and Muffins with his giant mech bodies on the other side as y'all are flying away from this. But in your head, you... After all of the fighting and things have kind of settled down, imagine yourself just in sort of a dark room with just like one light sort of shining down in the middle of it. And it's you and... A young boy just standing there <clears throat> and the boy is dressed in basically he's dressed in what looks like to be a denim shirt and like black pants with just like some slip-on shoes he's got long black hair that's pulled back into a ponytail and he's just sort of standing there looking up at you um, even though as, as short as Katassi can be, you're still taller than this child. Um, and it's looking at you and, and just kind of like kind of blinking for a moment and then kind of just goes, 
Thank you, Mom. I'm going to reach out and attempt to pat it on its weird little head. <laughs> this is feeling real culty, y'all. Uh, I mean, in in your head, in, in this particular area, in this feeling that you're in, uh, it feels real. It feels like real human hair. It's warm to the touch. For all intents and purposes, you're just expecting that. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Where's the exit? The child looks around and he goes, I don't know. And the child starts coughing in real time. And it echoes a little I bit got through a the surprise space. kid and it's sick. Jesus, parenthood sucks. And the child kind of like sits down uh, and it sits down crisscross applesauce and it kind of like leans over and just kind of pats the, the ground in front of it. Patting like drumming or patting like looking for something? No, patting is in like sit right here, sit with me. Against my better judgment, I'm gonna comply. So you sit down and the floor is, it feels as though it's lava. No, close, stone, cold, cold stone, even. Um, And he takes one of your hands in his and he kind of like puts it in there and then he takes your hand and puts it right inside of your hand and he takes another hand and puts it on top in a very soft and loving way. And his hand is warm, just like you'd be touching any other human hand. Uh, And... There's a glow that ends up emanating from his hand. And all around that, the area around you turns into this bustling, beautiful stonework bazaar. It's the same bazaar you were in in one of your dreams during the series. And he looks at you and he goes, this was home at one time. And then purple energy kind of ripples through and it changes and you're still in the same spot, but that spot looks like it's been bombed out and destroyed. And the weather around you is more hectic and darker And he looks at you and he goes, this is home now. And he has a little like sad look on his face. And in the distance, you can feel a light. And as you both look in that direction, the same sort of orange glow and warmth feeling that you're feeling in the hand that he's holding is emanating from a tower, a large pyramid-like tower 
off in the distance. Seems completely safe, not at all suspicious. I'm gonna take the kid and let's go. Hoof it to the weird glowing, not at all, even remotely potentially radioactive glowing pyramid. I'm full of good choices. You know, I wanna rewind by the way, back to another part of the season where she said exactly that. There you go. Uh, Similar to your previous dreams. You cut through these, every time you go through an opening, you end up in a different part of this place, closer to the tower. And then as you get to the main area of the tower, it looks like a bombed out corporate building almost. Like there was glass all through here. It was beautiful. It had a lot of like syllogy and clean and chrome, but now it's all destroyed. And the child is still holding your hand as you walk through all of this. And as you get back through yet another door, you go and you look around and it's a lobby, much like any other big corporate tower you've been in. It's dirty, it's run down. He walks you up the stairs. He gets closer. One of the elevators open up. You walk into the elevator. It closes. And it starts going down instead of up. And they floor down, another floor down, another floor down. Straight to hell. And finally, when it opens up, right when you say straight to hell, he goes, I don't know hell. And he walks out and still holding your hand gently walks you across the floor of this. And it is just an immense like tiled floor that's broken up and overgrown over years of misuse and just wildlife being able to make their way through here. And in the center of this room, there are wires coming from all directions just up and over and around into making this sort of like wire and metal throne in the middle of the room. You've seen this before. It was in one of your dreams as well. And the figure doesn't open its eyes this time. And the kid below you just kind of says, chief is dying we need someone to help how can I help take chief place we need we need a leader yeah okay I like power And the creature, for lack of a better word, in the middle of this, looks up for the first time. And it's not the same face that you saw that was ominous and almost evil looking in your dreams. This face is an weathered, old, 
wise woman. You can still see some bits of gray hair, but her dark and tan skin, leathery for many years. When she opens her eyes, you feel like you've ever, you ever looked into somebody who's lived a very, very long time and you can see the wisdom in their eyes. She gives you that look and it's a comforting look to you. There's no malice in it. And she takes her hands, which had been gripping either side of this throne. And as they release, you can kind of see that she was digging into metal, possibly over many, many years. And her hands very slowly and creaking. You can almost hear like metal and bone, like popping as it's like straining her to do this. She just holds her hands out to you like this, just looking at you. And you can kind of hear words coming out of her mouth, but it's just haggard breathing and just save them. You can. Well, which one's the positive terminal and which one's the negative terminal? I'm going to grab her hands. <laughs> With that, uh, you, uh, for those of you who are in the chopper, uh, in the back of the chopper. So Eve, you don't roll on this particular one. Uh, cause you're paying attention to flying, <laughs> which I'm not going to make you roll Am for. I though? <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> I should have just let you say the rest of that before I challenged that. <laughs> I need the rest of you back there to roll me a perception check, please. I got a three. Uh, I got a three. You got a three. Uh, if you've got medical, you're going to get a plus three to your roll. Oh, I do have medical. Okay. Well, that's different. So that would be a 18. Um, I'm assuming the other two of you didn't roll very well because you're not talking or did you not roll? Uh, I thought I had my D20 out, but it was a D12. So I'm looking for, <laughs> yeah, there we go. I was a camera. Okay. Murky mistake. It's all good. Um, seven. Okay. For me. Um, so Eve up front, uh, you just start hearing some commotion in the back as Billy notices that the creature that was there falls unconscious and it was holding on to the helicopter. Now you have a choice that you can make right here, Billy. Okay. It could fall out of the helicopter. Or you could do some stuff. All right. So I had previously declared that I have a dummy cord with a D-ring hooked to the inside of the helicopter. That is correct. So what I'm going to attempt to do is test the tensile strength of this dummy cord. Okay. Now, <laughs> now follow my logic here. 
one of those little tiny cords on a parachute has a tensile strength of 550 pounds. Yes. Okay. So I'm assuming this is going to do a little bit of that. So let's try it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and dive out and grab the creature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> before it falls unceremoniously to the city streets below. Because we're like flying back over the city toward like where we somewhere that. Okay. Yeah. You want you want an agility check on that? Yes, sir. Are you gonna tell me before you do that? Or are you just gonna <laughs> jump out of the fucking helicopter while I'm flying? Because I need to know IRL. So I'm going to I'm going to say it as I leave, right? I will say one second, be right back. <laughs> and then I will dive out of the helicopter. Billy, you motherfucker! <laughs> I mean, would you rather thing. muffins have done that? I mean, 800 pounds no. like, on one side of the helicopter all of a sudden. All right. I Does it rock the copter at all? Technically, we'll say. I have two re-rolls, so oh. I'm going to use one of those now. Okay. <laughs> I had almost turned those off for tonight, actually. That's a good point. All right. That was... That Use was them or lose them. That was a three. Okay. Okay. That's better. Okay. Okay. So that would be... Oh, wait. I have to add my fucking suit. Which is a D12. Yeah, you're a jet. Yeah, I forgot about that for a second. So that'd be 1924, 25. Okay. So you you say that to Eve and you go diving out. And with what reaction time you have on a broken leg, like completely blacked out leg, Mm -hmm. which did you subtract that from your... You Anyways. told me that I had stabilized and didn't have to take the five penalty anymore. Okay. Last uh, session. He was groping himself for a while. <laughs> I pay attention most of the time when you tell me things. <laughs> you grab it because it's it's limp. And so you're able to kind of grab it up under the arms. And you're just kind of swinging there now. <laughs> Okay, so I will attempt to use my jets uh-huh. to point us back into the helicopter. Okay. This is going to work out great. Actually, that worked out pretty well. Thank God for a suit. <laughs> that was a 24. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. This has turned into just cause. <laughs> True. Um, okay, so... It takes you a second, but you kind of like are able to engage the uh, jump know, jets. The jump jets as you kind of are swinging throughout the city here, uh, and you're able to kind of get everything back in, uh, and you have to like climb and stuff like that. But you're able to lay the creature down back closer to uh, uh, Grifter's body, essentially, like behind the main seats right there, up against the bulkhead. So. I think uh, I think Billy froze for for a second because right Billy now he's frozen just, on a smile. <laughs> he's frozen on a smile. I love it. Um, Eve, I'm while so the, unfair. <laughs> Eve, <laughs> while you are <laughs> while you are he froze up. He yep. froze up. Uh, while you while that's going on behind you, you're fighting to kind of keep control of this helicopter. Uh, Katassi just snaps awake with a start. 
Like, goes I'm from like leaning out to this going, whoo! Like a beautiful Pop Tart of loveliness. <laughs> Which I also scream at when they pop up too. So, it's fitting. I yell at the coffee grinder, so I tell you. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome back. Hi. I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> you froze on the best screen ever. Um, it was like Discord, like like kicked me out of the channel. I kept hearing the channel on off button uh -huh. sound in my earpiece, and then it was just there. <laughs> okay, so I made it back in the helicopter, and I say, "See, that worked out fine." And you didn't want this little creature to die, did you? <laughs> little. Uh, <laughs> I, and I, I, yeah, in fact, I will do that. Little. Okay. <laughs> this is an innocent being. It's still unconscious, by the way. Uh, its mouth is still probably covered in blood from when it was eating all those people. Yes. Does he come in as I'm screaming at Katassi popping up like a Pop-Tart? Yeah, basically. Just screaming at all of you now. <laughs> My reaction to 2021 in a nutshell. Well, so I'm out on this kid, so you're yelling, and I'm just going, what? <laughs> so we, as we're good. Yeah. Um, Katassi. Uh, in that moment, you are aware of these visions again that you have been having throughout the campaign. You are now aware that the physical form of the creature back there is actually dying. It's deteriorating technically. Um, and we will explain more about that later, but you are acutely aware where this tower is in real life. Now your digital form has made contact with another digital form that is out there. And if you remember from your dream, there are hundreds, if not thousands more exactly like that where the tower is. And those are the things that want, that need a leader. Yes. Hey, yo, if I, uh, Eve, if I give you this GPS for this weird glowy tower that is in no way dangerous, uh, you think you could, uh, like swing me by there, drop me off. I like jump on a rope out, like, you know, Billy did. Sure. Do you need me to swing by the store too? So we can get some milk and eggs as well. <laughs> Are we going to have French toast? Uh, as long as the tower's not that dangerous. What the hell are we going into? Uh, I don't know, but they asked me to be their queen, so I'm kind of into it. Does that mean you'll have an army and weapons? It does potentially seem like that, yeah. Word. Everybody put on their damn seatbelts. <laughs> How far away is this place? It's in the middle of the waste. I don't waste. know, but I hope there's a gas station. <laughs> uh, there's not. And we don't have the gas to get there. <laughs> Katassi, this particular place is in uh, Wyoming, or what used to be Wyoming. Out That's in the middle of the wind and racists live. 
You're not wrong. There were tumbleweeds too. I lived there for a while when I was 18. I lived there. Oh, I remember those tumbleweeds. They're fucking huge. I thought they were fake until I lived there. Thought that was a thing you only saw in cartoons. Did not think they were real. Thanks, nature. And they introduced themselves to her by bouncing off her windshield as we were going 70 miles now down the highway. And she cried for a good hour after that. Listen, I screamed first because it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it, to in game. It is hundreds of miles from Angel City out in the wastes. So it's north of the camp they picked me up at. Yes. Actually, it's it's also west of that because you came from New Haven, which is in Colorado or the ruins of Colorado, essentially. So imagine that's built into Colorado mountains. This sounds like it's up by like Damascus. That'd be over close near the Utah-Wyoming border, wouldn't it? Correct. Okay. You feel 800 so miles. I, yeah. Roll can me I eight. change my answer then? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tassi, a little voice in my head called the GM, said that we can't go there right now. <laughs> wow. Meta. I can. I'm going to bail out of the helicopter and steal a jeep and head towards the tower. I just feel compelled. Okay. Well, we can... So, that's a decision that we can make. Now, if you want to leave out of Denny's, essentially, and get into a jeep and head that way, that can all be done. Ha, you thought you were hopping out of a helicopter, but you're stuck in Denny's. Hey. No, I'm going to get back in the helicopter just to make a point. We're flying, so getting out of the helicopter is not a great idea. I think, though, that if Katassi wants to steal a helicopter and you've read Warehouse 54, she has the ways and means to, to get a helicopter ride. Yeah, eventually. I'm just saying not in the midair. I don't want to have to jump out after anybody else. <laughs> you're done making midair saves? Is that what you're saying? But it was so cool the first time. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody saw it. Oh, my goodness. There Are there pair? There's usually parachutes in there, isn't there? No? Okay. One doesn't typically parachute from helicopters. Oh, one parachutes from helicopters all the time, but you don't keep them in helicopters. He says, having parachuted from a helicopter. Not, yeah, but I don't know if I would fly a helicopter with you hooligans in it without parachutes. Katassi, roll me a d20. I got a nine. Oh, I was, if you rolled high enough, I was going to give you a wingsuit if you just want to bail. <laughs> if you legit just want to bail. <laughs> wingsuit. It's your story. You can, you can jet and go out in the wild wherever you want to. <laughs> can I still build, can I still build his jetpack? <laughs> it's, that's between you and him. Cause he's. <laughs> Billy roll for initiative. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. And you all are you all are flying away as all of this happens. And we come back to our lovely Denny's. Uh and we come to uh Blizz 
So I need you to roll a D12, I believe, is what I'm looking for. Okay. I'm using one of your old dice, uh, Joe. You better not fail me. Four. Four, yeah. It was four. <laughs> you don't have any of my dice. Yeah, I do. It's one you left over at the house in uh, Oklahoma. There so, are houses in Oklahoma. There's a really bad joke I can make right there. Um, houses. Okay. Um, I need you to roll me a d20 for Sam. Uh, that was a natural 20. So as you are flying away, you are watching the brawls and the hit and runs and all of the fighting happening down below. And you remember earlier that Billy was saying, you know, they were, um, assisting from above would be the best way that I could probably put it. Uh, as they were working to basically keep the cops from coming to benevolent and down on this street, Riley, Steven and Sam are ducking and weaving in and out of alleyways, taking pot shots at the cops, stealing different flares and different pieces of their stuff until they turn the corner and there are chicken walkers sitting there staring at them. And roll me another D20 for me. 16. At the last second before they turn the corner, Sam is able to grab a basically what is essentially a flashbang from a cop as she's kicking one in the back of the shins to like basically incapacitate it and tosses it at the chicken walkers and that gives them just enough time to turn the corner again and make off down another alleyway I need you to roll me one more d12 d12 since Joe's dice failed me, I'm going to roll a different one. Two that time, which I, I guess is okay. So, in another part of the fight in the scrum, Foon and Fetu are literally back-to-back fighting off cops. Every once in a while, they're getting some assistance from some of Rico's guys, but they're getting... You know, these, these folks are... are guerrilla tactics they're not trained yet your third eye people are a little more trained you guys have fought with each other in the trenches a little bit more but still the numbers are overwhelming you rolled me a d20 for me mm, uh, 18 I was having a hard time seeing that one <laughs> so 
as they're fighting around with this, one of those, uh, they almost look like little small stealth bombers. Or if you've seen them from the front of our uh, core rulebook, they're like these hovercraft, essentially, that make their way through the cities and things like that. Several of those are flying through, and as the cops are inching in towards Foon and Fetu, Fetu is big. I mean, he's like the rock on steroids, right? Like, he's huge. He grabs little Foon, who's basically your little brother, by the collar and grabs hold of one of the wings of the hovercraft, for lack of a better term. Uh, and basically, as they're both kind of like lifted off and flying, Foon's got a gun in one hand, like firing back and just giving the middle finger with the other one as they start to try to get out and away from the the fight. Exactly how he was trained. Or <laughs> suggested. Uh, suggested. You're a very strong leader of the third eye, friend. You're suggesting things. I like it. <laughs> very strong. I need you to roll one more D20 for me. Or uh, D12. Eight on that one. Okay. I'm going to couch that for later. Uh, is anybody in this particular scene in the helicopter wanting to do anything else while we're in this particular flashback? Not fall off of it. That's handy. That's a good one. I wasn't going to really make anybody roll for that. Bunny's going to fall asleep. I like it. Yeah, he's, uh, it's been a long <laughs> it's, day. It actually has been for you. You've done when a lot. I see Bunny fall asleep. I start looking for a Sharpie. Don't do it. I just drove you up two different escalators in a six-wheel vehicle. So, seeing that he's looking for a Sharpie, I realize I still have that grease pencil from earlier. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm going like, to have clicks on your face and acne. I'm like, <laughs> tempting. But it has been a long day. We're gonna throw so him I'll out of the helicopter. Alone. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> Eventually, Please save the shenanigans until I am not driving. Thank you. <laughs> We're not drawing on you. <laughs> Y'all can't even get to her. I don't think. Eve, muffins on my side of the, the helicopter. <laughs> Swear to God, I will turn this shit around. <laughs> And it just starts spinning in circles. <laughs> yes. I let it go. Yeah. To the tower that's no longer existent. You're going to park on the non-existent roof or we're just going to step off. <laughs> it's called platforming, Joe. Get good. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um. Okay. This, this scene then back with you all at the Denny's. Um, it is, you know, the, you know, the post credit scenes in the Avengers where everybody's just kind of like beat and worn out and stuff like that. And there's a shawarma restaurant <laughs> yeah. that that's kind of what's going on right now. Like it's been a week for y'all. It's been a week, you know, you've done a few things. Can I just registered this poor Denny staff. Yeah. This seen some shit. What? I was say, because Blizz wouldn't have de-armed when he went into the Denny's, so he's carrying all of his weapons. 
Well, and as you all are, I don't even want to know where you parked the helicopter, by the way, to get into a Denny's. I don't even want to know. Um, On the roof. Of duh. course. I knew that was coming. How else do you park a helicopter to go to Denny's, please? A helicopter pad at the Denny's? Yeah, that's why they have them there at every Denny's. Parking lot. <laughs> um, one of the things that you notice uh, on... Well, actually, everybody give me... Give me an underground roll. Ooh, something I'm good at. The world. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Five. Thirteen. Fourteen. Just let me put on my smug face here and report my natural twenty. <laughs> wow. It's a good thing natural twenties don't matter on checks, only on <laughs> Man, don't steal my thunder. Too late. I expect another sticker for a gold star sticker when I come over. Okay. What? What? Uh, those of you who rolled uh, 14 and above, uh, 13 and 14 above, I think, are noticing. Thanks. <laughs> are noticing uh, like breaking news alerts and headlines. Uh, a talking about what you just did at Benevolent. Guys are making the news. You know. But also that like Benevolent CEO has actually been on vacation in like South America. I knew it. So there's, you know, there's a a heads up that basically from, you know, the CEO's fine is essentially what it is. It's like, you know, any other rock star out there, if something happens while they're on tour or something like that, they immediately release a press release or whatever and, you know, showing pictures of him. You know what to do, gang. Let's go. I mean, I believe we were still still live on our, on our feed whenever I chucked him out the window. Right. Yeah. That feed was going basically to the pirate signal, too. So it wasn't necessarily going to the mainstay TV stations and things like that. But uh, you also happen to notice that, like, all of your faces are out there <laughs> because, because it was broadcasting from Muffins. Uh, so there is all wanted posters for every single one of you, essentially. Uh, and the creature, because that was shown as well. Because Muffins was broadcasting the whole time while Katassi was doing her thing. And so the Do they loop... really want it? It's pretty terrifying. I don't know if I'd be like, bring that thing to me. Um, It's a little bit more like sensationalized journalism of, you know, the final moments of several of high profile, you know, corporate management essentially being executed. And what they've clipped is just the moment of, like, you all attacking. Not all, of course, the lead-up to it and the reasons. You just see a giant thing jump in and take out 
Piper, and you see Bunny Boy take out somebody that nobody really knows, but he looks important. Right. Okay. Goddamn liberal media. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm done for a minute. <laughs> um, what do the rest of you want to do? And again, we can do flashback or we can do flash forward. And my first priority after eating a delicious Denny's meal would be to go get start working on muffins and get her fixed back up. My my first priority, probably about the time we get to the Denny's, is calling Rico for a ride to a cyber dock. And you're gonna get you're gonna get repaired essentially. Because as much as I love the Grand Slam, and I do love me a Grand Slam, right? Um, in case you haven't noticed, I don't really have a leg that's functioning right now. Just put a little syrup on it. It'll be better. It's a leg, not your mouth. Come on, man. Celebrate. Uh, you can just lay it out there. I, I show Bunny what the inside of my leg under the armor looks like. Bitch, it has been a week since this entire incident. Uh, uh, if you have yeah. not gone to the now. hospital and gotten that taken care of, I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, did we fast forward again? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that got fixed, right? I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so how much, which, you never described this, which portion of the leg was. So is this like a knee down replacement or is this a like hip bone or hip joint down replacement? It's more of a knee bone down because of the fight that you had when you were getting smacked around in there. Like that's where the robot, for lack of a better thing, was hitting both you and Bunny. In your life. Ironically enough, my armor took no damage. That yeah. was the first hit he landed on me, and it went through the like joint between the plate. Mm -hmm. The armor's still in perfect shape. Yeah. But that's why it's a knee kind of thing, because that's what that's okay. what's exposed versus okay. like your hips or whatever like that. I mean yeah. the hips don't lie, but it wasn't what it was hit. If it makes you feel better, I had all that riot gear on and they went for my right leg and turned it into hamburger meat. So I'm just like fully armored. I'm like, God damn it, they went for the leg. Oh my God. What if they wow. shoot you in the face? <laughs> my leg. So you're all you're all there chilling. What would you like to do? I'm going to be at least perusing pictures of the tower site so I can, you know, cement what we did in our mind. Okay. Because that makes Muffins very happy. I mean, there's plenty of photos from the day after. It's being are memorialized you, already. Like, Are we talking like what is the full collapse or just partial collapse? The main tower itself, y'all put enough in that thing that brought it down. Those um, surrounding buildings for it, they're still, they're damaged. But those were the support structures, so they're they're still standing. What's the court media saying happened? Uh, it has a lot of pictures of you all, and essentially you Mask. you were all labeled as terrorists, and that you now, all have brought down a major corp in the city. How many of us have they actually identified? Uh, well, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six. 
how did they see my face? Because they have your face? Like, whatever you are, whatever this is, is what they have. So whatever, pre whatever you're presenting on the front of your face, like well, they have my helmet, the, yeah. the exo helmet, right? Unless you took it off, which I don't believe you did. No. Yeah. So they don't have my real face. Yeah. They have, they the have a fucking, face. they have a nine foot robot with a poop emoji as a face on camera as well. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's what they got, man. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Uh, you, you keep saying they have your face and I keep thinking of the Nick Cage and John Travolta <laughs> film face off. Nice. Um, <laughs> I guess what Billy's gonna do is Billy's gonna gonna take this opportunity to be like, well, it's been real. It's been fun. Uh, if y'all ever want to go take out some frustrations on Texans, come find me. Okay, that's how we do. But I think it's about time for me to head back. As you're saying, that, some of those guys. Yeah some more as you're saying that uh your waitress comes by and they start picking up you know checks and things like that and she looks down at you she's like you look familiar have i met you before she's talking no? to billy yeah she's talking to billy billy's like no nope, don't think so and she, she like looks over. She's like Magda. Does he look familiar? And she like points to you. And you happen to notice that like her name tag says Beata. And she's just like going back and forth. Do you like walk out while this whole thing's going on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, we will explain that in the later portion of the show. Yeah. Because there's. Sean just made a joke there. Explain that later. Yeah. So Billy, uh, Billy, like fist bumps Bunny, like pats Blizz on the back. Ooh. Is Muffins there in his meat body? Well, I mean, I'm probably not going to bring my my bot just anywhere. You, you never know. I go. God damn, Muffins. You're an ugly dude in your meat body. <laughs> and then I smile. I mean, I got both my legs. <laughs> I'm only missing half of one now. Uh, and then, yeah, like, look at Wild Contest and be like, well, I said it's been fun. You're one of them. Fuck up Texans. I'm out. <laughs> or if you just need a place to hide. And Billy gets up and exits the Denny's. And the last thing you see is a rickety glass door shutting behind him. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> so much cooler than Titus. He didn't even share his bacon. Ooh. Ooh. Callback. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Eve, uh, what have you been doing and what would you like to do? 
well tiny voice. Um, I suppose right now I'm calling back to see if Abuela and her friends need anything from Denny's because I'm assuming that our de facto base of operations is still over um, at the cousin's house. Um, she also wants a grand slam now. You may well, think, yeah, of course, Abuela. You may think that she hit the sauce tonight. And in the background, you hear uh, Liz's mom, and she's just cackling. So it's a good chance that you're gonna walk in on like a late night poker game. Tell Abuela to tell mom that I kept Blizzard alive like she asked. Richard Blizzard. Did you just just call him Blizzard. Yeah, that's yep. his official name, Richard. Richard Blizzard. Blizzard. That's fantastic. Uh, seeing that you're talking to Abuela, I'll be like, tell, have her tell okay. mom. I'll bring I'm her. Sorry, something. that's the first time I've actually heard his full real name. <laughs> playing this like. Well, we had a whole a year and more. We had okay. a whole thing about how we can't. I'm gonna shout over Blizzard. the over the video call. <laughs> Ricardo Blizzardo. Dick Blizzard. Yes, Dick Blizzard. Oh my god. See, I just remember it better when you say the word dick in front of it. <laughs> it's a whiteout. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the epilogue, yeah! <laughs> um, after that, though, I'm gonna make sure to uh, check on Felipe, see if he wants anything from Denny's, and also I'm gonna message. Ben. Uh, Ben. And just be like, yeah, go ahead. Hey, where you at? Uh, you get a message back from Ben, and he's just like at the studio. Where the hell are you at? I'm just leaving. Do you want anything from Denny's? Um, sure. Can I get some bacon? Question mark. <laughs> He says hesitantly yep. over text. And then Not he's like, Billy. he's like, where he's can I put a thumbs emoji? Nice. And he's kind of like, uh, where can and I meet you up? Tongue face. I know quad on campus. Okay. I can meet you there. See you there. Okay. Um, as you go to leave, so when you when you texted Felipe, um, Felipe has been recovering for the most part. Um, you get all of those orders, and you get up to leave, uh, and everybody's sitting at the table sees Eve walk out through the door um, and Eve as you go in outside a very fancy car pulls up a door opens up and Felipe's on the other side in the back it's a stretch kind of not stretch but 
very larger car pull up uh and it is you know your driver maxwell and felipe's in the back and as you open the door a puff of smoke comes out and he's there in a you know in his yellow leather jacket shorts high tops trying to look as smooth as possible even though he still beat the fuck up but he's trying to look smooth he's just kind of looks at you and he's like going where i'm going Hens, you want to help help me drop off bacon? That's not my kind of piece, but yeah, I'll go with you. And as you get in, uh, Maxwell turns around as the glass between the two things uh, lowers. Uh, Maxwell turns around. It's like, it's, it's really good to see you. It's been forever. And Maxwell, how are the kids? How's the cat? They're all doing good. They miss you. The cat's still a bitch, though. Cats, right? As cats will be. Yep. Yeah. And he... <laughs> he kind of looks around at Can you I, and, and he's like, Where um, to tonight? Well, we need to take this bacon and drop it off over at this quad over here and I'm going to flick him the drop point and then I'm going to say and then we need to go and take some very special ladies all of the rest of this breakfast okay and then do you want anything for Denny's he kind of waves his hand off and he's like I'm good I ate Mom and dad took care of me tonight, so. And the divider in between the two just starts to go back up. And it doesn't darken. Like, he can still see back there if you need to and stuff like that. That's up to you to choose. But the door shuts softly next to you. And you drive off towards the quad. For those of you who are left in the Denny's. Blizz, uh, all of your family made it back. Yay! With the exception of Cook. Lesser yay! Cook didn't make it. And got overwhelmed on 3rd Street. And Mom took it hard at first, but she was able to pull through with the help of Abuela and many of her friends, her new found friends here. And when the rest of the family started trying to think about going back to Chicago, they are looking at you on whether you're kind of given the command. Like, are we going back home? We taking mom? Like, what are we doing? Well, the first thing Blizz would ask, did anybody recover the body, his body and his gun? Because at the very least, that needs to be taken home. Rico's people were able to get a body, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, at that was, we may go home for now, but we're not staying. We, we promised. We promised. I promised. And to a lesser degree, you, but to stay and help them g- get up. My original or my plans is to start another family down here with, ho- with some of you, hopefully, to teach some of these wannabe, wannabe third eye how it's done and respect. At very least, I would like uh, Fetu and uh, Foon. I gotta pick up my thing. And Sam and uh, Steven are the ones that I would would like. The rest of you can choose if you want. And Mom can make her own decision. Oh, I've... And she's sitting next to Abuela as you're having this discussion back at the house. Uh, This is in a flashback. And Mom goes... So you think I'm leaving these crazy broads right now? We got fucking Pinochle next week. You go fuck off and do whatever you want, son. That's fine with me. All right, well, we're going to stay here. You coming back just to, to here? We've, we've got to go take care of uh, Cook. Okay. And bring back at least one of our stashes. Fair enough. Tell his sister I love her still. She's such a lovely little one. And by the way, I made some uh, recruiting posters. And it's like a very, a very badly, crudely drawn, like poster of Third Eye wants you. But it's in crayon. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's something about heresy and the Xeno scum is on there too. <laughs> Nobody knows what that means, but they just they go like yeah, yeah, cool. And they are very confused, but they're they're into it. They're vibing, well, you know. I'm going to... Is Puddles there? The dude I kicked in the nuts? No, he's not there. (laughs) Is one of those other guys there? Uh, no. They've they've long since not been welcomed back. (laughs) Well, I want to find somebody lower down and be like, you're in charge of putting these up. I just hand him one. Okay. You hand it off to, like, one of Rico's crew, and they kind of, like, take it for a second, and they're like, thank you? And they look over at Rico, and Rico's got a beer in his hand, and he's like, uh, uh. But we, we will, if if uh, Mom wants, she can before she before or after she goes and plays Pinochle, if she wants to search for another another hideout, <laughs> preferably better than shipping containers. But okay, you guys will be taking care of that. And back in the diner, uh, there's several of you that are there. Uh, all of a sudden, you just hear. <laughs> and Fetu leans out of this, like, weird jacked up truck, like rusty bucket truck. And it's just like, come on, fucker, let's go. Get him, bitch. We're going shopping. What kind of shopping? Bacon? So I have bacon right here. And you just hear and you just hear Foon go, stop it, you dumb shit. That's from a movie. We're going home. Get in. But they have bacon. Well fucking stop for bacon on the way. 
I want bacon and tacos. Actually, I want a bacon taco. Foon just hangs his head and he just like opens the door. And like he's just hanging through the door as he opens it up. So like imagine him just kind of like draped over the open window as he like opens the door and like kicks it open. I, I want to get up and be like, Bunny, everybody else that's still here, I will be back. I don't know if you want to take that as a threat or whatever. I just, it's up to you. <laughs> but I, I've got to go take care of a fallen person. Cook. Go to the bathroom. We'll be here. Well, no, I'm I'm going. Well, I guess Chicago could be considered a toilet. So I guess I'm going home. But I will be back. Don't threaten me. Safe travels. See you soon. It'd be better if Bunny was driving. He Bunny drives so smooth. Not here. Not in front of everybody. <laughs> At that, I guess I'll go and I'll go and like do like a wannabe flying jump into the car, but miss. <laughs> you smack yourself into the side of the car, uh-huh. just clunk. And, oh. and th- then I'll get in and I, I, I guess I'll just like sprawl out like, you know, an asshole does in the backseat that like takes up like four seats. You're like laying across people at that point, uh-huh. but yeah. So Foon, Foon kind of like gets himself back in, shuts the door, and Fatu just guns it. And those of you inside the Denny's just hear a peel out, and then a screech, and then just up the up the street as they drive My away. <laughs> so I believe that leaves uh, Bunny Katassi. And uh, Grifter. I, at some point, when it seemed appropriate, would want to call Noel Juliet. And be like, well, maybe not call him, maybe text him. That's better. He seems to be the kind of text first kind of person. <laughs> okay. What do you text him? I like, did you see the thing? Number disconnected. <gasps> he ghosted me. He give you a fake number after you bought him a drink. Oh my God, what a dick! It's almost as if you're not entitled to people's time because you chose to gift them with something. Oh! I thought we had a thing. Katakasi's gonna order a couple of grand slams from the road and then go steal a vehicle with large fuel capacity and head towards the tower so I can be queen of some weirdos. <laughs> well, the rest of you nerds do it. I'm gonna direct that at the table. <laughs> it's, it's, liter- it's literally just you and Bunny at this point. Yeah. Well, fine. Well, the rest of you nerds do it. <laughs> No, he was literally talking to the table. Oh, okay, got it. He's having a slight hallucination, Grifter. The little bits of salt and sugar that are sprinkled on the tabletop. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Must have borrowed some Advil from from uh, Mr. Blizzard over there. It's pronounced Blizzard. If I recall right, Bunny was the only other person that lived in uh, Angel City other than me. 
Excuse me, use my queen's name, Richard Blizzard. Wait, who's your queen? We have queens? You're not here. <laughs> is, that, is the queen's name like the British version of when somebody uses your government name? I have I have a very serious question. We have governments here? Ricardo Blizzardo. Not anymore. We're kind of taking him out at the knees. It's pretty much our whole deal. Is is the gator outside? I mean, this is a week later. We didn't just land the helicopter here and go in and I eat. Don't know. Right? No. You might have decided not to bring it for some reason. I just want to make. Oh, sure. no, nah, I would have brought it. So you know, uh, just to to cap off this season, for 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 me, for my own edification, as soon as I pay the bill at Denny's, I'm gonna walk out walk outside and trigger the flare that's been on the. <laughs> since like episode 10 that we never used I'm gonna do it just so we can say we did it. Did I know about that? I can't remember if you ever told me about it okay 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 I I, I never told you how to use it but you knew it was there because it was like welded right onto the the roll bars. It was a six episode mini arc (laughs) It did take a while didn't it? It was a whole thing So I'm just gonna walk out into the parking lot and just boop Fire them off. Make him roll for that. I want to see if he can critical fail that and oh. burn the Denny's down. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Let's do it. Let's God, do you it. and flares at the Denny's. person in this Denny's parking lot, guys. Well, I got an 18, so let's end a one. Okay. <laughs> it I wasn't a one. My craftsmanship works flawlessly. <laughs> you only started a fire in our hearts. Muffins did not start the fire. It's, it's always, always been burned since the world's been turned. Thank you, so, thank you. What, 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 what's the gator look like right now? Is it like on fire? Is it safe? Oh no, it's like you just saw fireworks, like a Roman candle basically go off from okay. the gator into some other place over on the other side of a fence. <laughs> okay. As long as the gator's not in trouble. No, you're fine. Okay. I make good stuff. Well. Not sentences, but probably other stuff. I English good. I do things good. Why use many words when small word good? <laughs> when small words good. See world. <laughs> yeah, so bunny, if you want to hang out, we can. I got a garage. Oh, I've got a go wash my hair <laughs> actually uh no that would be great I, i'd like to see you i have an aside question yes Lorewise. yes please uh what it, it identical largely is from what i've read set in the u.s is the rest of the world like peachy as far as no nope. right no is japan a thing yep right now okay very much so, so. bunnies Bunny's going to be like yeah. peachy. Well, you know, <laughs> the you the America it, and they're going to remember there's no more United States. Is it States blown up? Exist. No, it's no. still it's no. still it is still thriving. a thriving country. OK, that's what I needed to know. Yeah. So Tokyo is like uh, twice Bunny, the size it currently is, though. Bunny will just be like, yeah, we'll hang out I, before I go. I think I'm, I'm thinking about moving. We'll see. 
Are you and uh, Sarah still a thing? Who? How's that going, Sarah? Oh God. He said who? He said who? <laughs> That's cold, bro. I loved that look because it was just like he was like he had that look like. Oh shit! I should call her. <laughs> did you leave her on red this whole time? Yeah. Hit her with the out of sight, yeah, out of mind. Wow. Dang. I mean, Sorry, straight, that daughter. Straight ghosted. Woo! I mean, that's. Bunny, we well, expected better. Well, and, and he did it at the end of the like the ultimate Irish goodbye. Like, you don't get to pressure me to be in a relationship that I look, don't necessarily want to be in. I almost got blown up. Look, if you don't want to talk to her, that's cool. I'll even tell her that you died in that building collapse if you want me to. Just own your shit and be honest with people. Here's your PSA moment. Just be who you are because guess what? They're going to find out who you are. And when they do, they're going to be annoyed that you lied to them. Well, who Bunny is is a slacker and irresponsible. Then so that lines up. Keeping her on red for two months is completely okay. Okay, I will text her. Be like, hey! Bunny, day, bunny boy, not Prime Day Pete. Well, true. Text her and be like, hey, sorry I haven't responded well. I, I was killed in that explosion. <laughs> I'm better now. <laughs> Turns out that spraying Windex on it thing really does work. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna t I'll text her be like oh, that's a great idea. And I'll start texting her right then be like, sorry, I haven't responded. I my I hurt my leg and now I am being relocated, period. Uh, deployed soon. Don't know where. It was nice meeting you. Thanks. Good luck. Bye. Okay. <laughs> that's all I got. That's fine. No, Smiley that's fine. Face, thumbs up, peace. Okay. All right. We're gonna leave it at that then. That's that is that is the ultimate buddy boy goodbye letter. It ends with a smiley face, a thumbs up, and a peace sign. <laughs> well, it's turned as far as future plans for muffins slash grifter. I would probably look in to see. Uh, keep my comms open in case uh, Mr. Juliet chooses to respond at some point. Um, and then possibly go visit with old uh, Hades and see if he might have some use for a nine pound, or nine pound, nine foot tall, 800 pound war robot in his dealings. You know, doing the normal mercenary shit that I always do. Reliable. Reliable. you are. Maybe go visit Damascus since, you know, I'm from there. So we're going to I'm going to wrap this part up then with a couple of little 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 shots to end it here. Uh, while the building was coming down, the camera and the viewer sees a rather tall Noel Juliet sitting on an adjacent building on a rooftop with his trench coat blowing in the wind because y'all left his ass by the way um 
Who? <laughs> Look, we did so much to leave him as this. we had ultimate confidence he could take care of himself. Yeah. He's a big boy. Also, he didn't even ask to get picked up. He should have just said something if he didn't want to get left, so. He hangs Sorry. up. He, he hangs up uh, and he sits down just on one of the air conditioning ducts. And you can see he's talking to somebody on his phone. And he goes, What about the, the hacker up north? Apex, right? And the voice on the other end of the line goes, she's made her choice. She'll live with those consequences. But we both know a bullet's not going to fix a broken heart. And Noel puts the phone down, turns it off, hangs up, looks at it. He says, till we meet again and flings the glow off the top of the building that he's on. He turns around and he walks away. And then we cut to Katassi, who is driving out in golden fields. Just windows down, hair blowing in her face. And She's out in the middle of the wastes, headed towards this place that really only she knows where it's at. And just as the last second before we cut away from her, you see Digi kind of pop up with shades on and he puts a hoof right outside the window. And then the other hoof starts doing this as they drive off. And then we cut to Bunny in Japan he's talking with some artists and he's sharing some ideas about this new show he's trying to work with and it's in the back of like a dark seedy kind of karaoke bar and there are just like drawing on napkins and stuff but bunny boy is doing that yeah he's like yes yes and to be honest the drawing is starting to look pretty good that's the creative process, my man. <laughs> Blizz is on his way back to Chicago with what is essentially his family. Eve has returned a little bit. She plays the dual role between her previous life and the current life that she's trying to live. Muffins is hanging up in the back of Hades' shop behind the scenes on a nice rack where Hades and his assistant are sitting there looking at it and they get down to the crotch flare launcher and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, eccentric add-on. <laughs> and you don't, you don't necessarily, you just hear that moment of it. And you see them uh, just kind of like scratching their heads, trying to figure out what's going on. And then you see finally Billy, who is sitting on a beach 
surrounded by his compatriots and he's sipping a beer down by the border and just kind of looking around nodding his head and that's where we end and then just somewhere in Europe Sarah Jane is sitting in a museum in a somewhat short Asian woman walks up to her and puts her hand on her back and Sarah Jane looks very confused for a bit and you can see a single tear sort of run down her face and the Asian woman starts to walk her out of the museum and then we finally cut to Detroit there are people everywhere there's fireworks going off there are laser light shows it is the apex music festival 10 days of nothing but music and muscle cars and races heathen's paradise the only free mega city left in america and we cut down to a young driver going neck and neck coming around the final corner beating and banging rubbing and racing and as the dust settles down the driver does a little spin out and nobody knows this rookie's name but they see the bunny on the front of the car and everybody just starts chanting Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. 40, 50, 60,000 people chanting that. And that's where we end for this campaign of Angel City Stories. Thank you all so much for humoring me for the last bit of this for playing with me for 50 sessions now for tuning in for those of you who are watching uh, on Twitch for those of you who have been keeping up on YouTube uh, in the podcast and in our Discord thank you so much this has been uh, outside of creating the game this has been uh, one of the largest projects that we have ever done and it is a distinct and true honor to be able to do this and just have fun with my friends every week. Um, it is beyond the shadow of a doubt, my highlight to the week because I get to see people in the middle of, uh, what we did in terms of a pandemic and getting through this and you all tuning in have been a huge part of being able to just get through all of it. And, I will uh, and have hopefully been able to uh, try to repay what that feeling is to you all. Um, but just know that we love you and we love that you've been tuning in and that you've been helping us through this. And 
uh, supporting us because this is uh, Alex and I especially have been working on this for seven years now at this point and uh, we've we were working on this before we both had kids <laughs> so now we have small children and and damn near adults running around our house at this point um, and it's it's been an absolute pleasure and honor the whole way through so thank you all for that uh, we're going to take a bio break, but that's not the end of the stream. Cause when we come back, there's stories and there are questions, load them up in the chat. Cause mm -hmm. the veil comes down. We're just going to talk for the rest of the stream. We're going to answer your questions. We're going to answer cast questions. I'm, I'm here. We'll lay it all out for you when we get back. All right. Hang tight. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, log on to youtube.com and search Identico. Give us a sub and ring that notification bell. You can catch all, all of the content there on our YouTube channel. We will upload multiple times a week. Also, don't forget to catch Chaos Incorporated every other Monday on our Twitch channel, 6 p.m. Pacific, over on twitch.tv slash Identico. Now let's get back to the action. Oh, welcome back. Oh, we've actually got a bunch of questions. We have a bunch of questions in the chat, uh, which I love to see because that's gonna we, we got a lot to talk about. So um, well, you got to be careful of questions. They yeah. go places you don't want them to. Yeah. So here's the first thing that I'm gonna say now that we we said that that is wrapped. So there's a few things that are gonna be happening. We're gonna keep you updated on the schedule because we're gonna be back right here next week. Uh, I can't point to it correctly. Those two fucking nerds have to talk about Star Wars and. Here's, so all of the cast is invited because wouldn't it be funny for the peanut gallery to be here, right? Because these two, one likes Ahsoka, the other doesn't. And with new Star Wars properties coming out on Disney Plus this next week, we figured it might be fun to just have a little podcast style chat. And we're going to stream it for you guys. We're um, going to watch the first few episodes and yeah. talk about them. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. Know. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. Also, just to preview, Ahsoka is a better Jedi than Luke Skywalker. Wow, okay. All right, I'll save it for next uh. week. Save it for next week. If you've if you've seen any any of my old podcasts and stuff like that, these two get into it heated about nerd culture. It's fantastic. Alex, you just gave him a week to marinate in salt. No, uh, he's had a year. We have had this particular thing planned for at least a year. After a comment like that, I'm going to have to check on the TOS to see what I can get away with saying. He has one note open. Like, has had <laughs> one note open. Just mounting a defense. Yeah, he Yo. is. Yeah. <laughs> so, join us next week at our normal time, 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on Twitch.tv slash Identico. Yep. We promised you talkie streams after the campaign. This is going to be the first one, and I can't wait. I'm just going to be sitting here with my bag of nuts. Just, just wait, that's a not edible. There we go. You're just shoveling nuts in my mouth while these two chuckle fucks talk. It'll be so great. I gave you a bag of popcorn, but it's on the bed behind me. So yeah. I can't. So, um, I'm just saying, come back to us next week. After that, um, schedule wise, uh, everybody on this, uh, cast has new world. And so, uh, what better thing to do than to play new world with each other? Apparently, um, I'm buying New World. Yeah. Alex doesn't know yet, but he's buying New World. Well, I've been selling him on this for a while now. Um, yes. Good. 
So, uh, yeah. so join us for that. And then after we're going to have some of those streams, no matter what, because this, this crew likes to play new world and it's a chill kind of game, at least for us. So come and join and chill with us. Um, when we're streaming and things like that. Yeah. The fishing we gotta, we, I don't, we may end up having a cast fishing tournament. I don't know. Well, it's, it's all about that. Mining's my let's, favorite bit. Let's just set up the juxtaposition. Calm uh, fishing session while he and I yell about Star Wars it's, over the top of it's it. It's entirely possible. But just know that that's going to be coming because we, we, we love us some New World. At the same time, this little game called Far Cry is coming out. And if mm. you've never seen Joe and I stream Far Cry together, it's a treat. So apparently there's a chicken that can attack things for you in the game. Joe, we're going to have a blast. Do you guys haven't seen the previews of the pedal in in Far Cry 6? There's a that has a little wheelchair. There's a yeah. dachshund named Chorizo who is in a wheelchair. Cutest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and you can pet it in the game. I can't wait. I've been I've been I'm always iffy on Far Cry. I've been waiting for this one because of the subject matter. And they either gonna do a great job or they're gonna screw this up so bad. And you know what? The best part about it is is when Joe and I are playing, it Either way, we win because we will bring some quality content for you. Um, it hey. won't be Bear Force One because I don't think there's bears in the game, but that's fine. We will bears? live up to Cheeseburger. We'll bring let's, him along. Let's be I'm honest. one in chat. Let's be honest. It'll be Mallow playing the game and me setting everything on fire while he's talking to the. So question. it's really just my character and Muff the whole time. Is what we're trying to Can say. I Yes, make a request yes, that you don't make Joe laugh so hard that he passes out. I can make no this guarantee. This is a thing he started doing. I can make no guarantee. I will certainly try not to kill my friend via playing Far Cry, but I can make no, you know, I'll be on camera. He's not. So God only knows what's happening behind the scenes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. Also, not great for you two to stream Far Cry if you're in the same location as either one of you, because you just hear random screaming and giggling like tiny, tiny girls from another part of the house, and it's very confusing. I, I could also sit behind Joe, and every time he gets shot, poke him with something. <laughs> I like this. Um, for those of you in chat who aren't, though, also, our Chaos Inc. game is going to go Monday. Yep. And you should definitely, I, I know some of you see this game but don't see that one, come check that out. My favorite new part, and uh, Steph is in chat right now, is uh, she and Kaylee are having a wonderful time trying to get Caleb's character to make um, more bold sartorial decisions. Like yeah. big hats. Yeah. Really big hats. Big green hats. Big green neon green hats yeah. with neon green zoot suits. Yeah. Okay. They learned from this. They learned from this stream. It's it's there. It's bleeding over. So. Okay. So. Yeah. That one's that one's really starting to like come into its own. So if you haven't uh, catch the back episodes. Yeah. But if you haven't caught up there, like that one's really. Yeah. Rolling forward. Yeah. See, Steph's in there like neon hats. Yes. <laughs> so. We say that to say is that consistently uh, Chaos Inc. is still going on. We will still be streaming at our usual time each week. There is another campaign coming up. Yes. It will be Identico in space. Wait, I have Echo for this. Hold on. I got Echo for this. Oh, you do. Space. Wait, I got to hit the, the thing. 
Space. I don't know if that worked or not. Yeah. I couldn't hear it. So there you go. Nice. That's just a crazy man to us. Just yelling <laughs> space into the microphone. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't give you guys the. It I doesn't, can't hear. Oh, no. You're just going. Space. <laughs> space. Well, I hope for everybody at home, you got my fun. Uh, you got my fun. Uh, my, my fun uh, echo and stuff like that. So anyways, it's going to be Identico in space. We will announce the cast and stuff like that here very soon. So uh, we will again have a uh, a second weekly show. Oh, for that. But see, y'all don't y'all don't know yet. You're gonna get a special treat because for those that have seen the one shots, you've seen this. But if you haven't seen the one shots, and for those that are regulars on this one, because the identical one space will be on Wednesdays, you're gonna get to see Mallow play. Okay. I get to step you're out getting- from behind the GM screen. Yes, which means, you're getting a Mallow character now. Which means these fuckers are going to let me down, and I'm going to roll a bunch of ones. I just hope so I'm gonna, you drive better than the, you did the time that I was playing Okay, with you. but in fairness, I'm going to roll so two rude. characters. I'm going to roll two characters to start with, because I know what he's going to try to do, the first character. so I don't kill characters. I let them kill themselves. <laughs> That's not what you said when yeah. Billy took her, or Tita took her out of the face. That was your fault. No. So, uh, Alex will be GMing uh, that particular yeah. game. Uh, he and I have been workshopping uh, the setting and some of the details and stuff like that. We have also been workshopping Mary Heistmas. So, yes, our annual tradition will continue. This one's going to be fun. I can't wait. Uh, Alex is currently, he's working on some of the diagrams and stuff like that. I'm already working on some of the visuals. So, uh, as we get into the holiday season, guess what? We're going to get cheery and we're going to steal some shit because it's a heist. Yeah. So there you go. And and you're for those of you who've been watching the news lately, you're really going to love who we're going to rob this year. For yes, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> when I ran this one by Sean, I was like, this is what I want to do. He's like, little two on the nose. And I was like, no, he's like, you're right. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we hit on a cut. We hit on one particular part of the theme uh, and we both went, ooh, <laughs> at the same time. And so, like, yeah, and we're going. Yeah. So uh, get excited because that's going to happen as well. So uh, lots of updates and changes here soon. Uh, if you have not become a member of our Discord, if you're in uh, Twitch right now, there should be a link down below. Come join us in Discord. If you like this show, it basically is there all the time on Discord. It's fun. Somebody died. Who died? Pete died. Pete died. Pete died. Pete died. Pete's oh, back. Pete oh, he's Pete's back. coming back. Stop blaming me for things, Alex. Jeez, <laughs> you want to fight with me too? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking Listen, at one. Do you want to fight about Star Trek? Because me oh, and you, know what? you don't have the lobes, bud. Oh, I love Star Trek. Kathy, I bet you I wouldn't even now. fight with you. I actually have only ever really seen a few episodes of DS9 because it's the show that I watch when I need to take a nap. I love actually, it, but it puts me to sleep. DS9 has got that kind of mode to it. Something about Space Dad is just very safe and reassuring. And I'm like, God damn it, Cisco's on deck. I'm good. I can take a nap. Yeah. We're cool. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally down. Totally down. So all of that to say, keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your support. It's only going to... We're only going to expand this universe and uh quite literally uh because there are some other things that we're working on behind the scenes uh that we'll be able to talk about even more coming up soon so 
uh, keep tight. And, and what I was saying about the Discord is, uh, uh, though it hates to kick us out because we've been having audio and, and sync issues all night, um, uh, we do get to you do get to talk to us directly in the Discord. And we have a lot of fun there. We do a lot of goofy shit. Um, so come join us if you haven't already. Um, it's free, and you get cool things. So. And we play games like all the time, and you're welcome to join us. That too. We have three and different. Exchange. Yeah, go ahead. We exchange recipes. Oh yeah, we do that a lot too. Because if oh, you, because yeah. I mean, let's be honest. All right, we had a, we had an ask here. We're gonna get into the, we're gonna get into the questions now. Uh, we had an ask. Uh, how many tamales have been thrown in the game? And then somebody followed it up with somebody followed it so, up with IRL or Game World. <laughs> I want here's what I want to do because I don't think the chat knows because this happened off stream. Where tamales came from. Like in the game world or like at no. like at nutritional empathy. No, where the Eve tamales thing came from. Because they're delicious. No, uh, there was a game that Eve played. It was, I consider it technically Eve's first session. Yeah. Keep telling the story. played on stream. It yeah. was no, Eve's I want first session. It was Eve's first session. We were supposed to stop an assassination and we went and cased a bar and music venue. And I tried to sneak in the back, got caught by the bartender. I literally just started with, hi, what's your name? And asked for some water, tried to play the damsel in distress, and then came back with a bag of tamales as a thank you so that I could bribe him to be my friend. And then um, I started offering tamales to just about every other character that I interacted with, including a bodyguard that I freaked the hell out about having his daughter in the mosh pit. He did not have a daughter in the mosh pit. Broke his cover. He was scared. He ran. If I did not your... throw a tamale at him, though. <laughs> if they're your yes. signature, does that make them tamal eaves? Nice. Pun I check. So. I think I'd have to ask Abuela. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, one of the other questions we had in here uh, was which fight scene was the character's favorite? Murdering the dudes when they were they were humping in the back. <laughs> wow. That's a callback to the original. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're really fast with that. Because it's one of my favorite things. Like that, that to me kind of showcased uh, how Grifter processed things. And the, and the specific statement was that if they're not outside, if everyone hasn't surrendered in, I think it was like five minutes or something at the time, um, that anyone who hadn't surrendered was going to get killed. And those two were the only two people in the entire place that did not come out with the rest of them. So I fulfilled my mission. I kicked down the door, saw them in there, and hosed them. I sincerely doubt you gave them five minutes. Uh, I, I'm going to go with maybe 60 seconds. No, I'm fairly certain we, we made a specific point to make it the, the stated amount of time. <laughs> we did a full round around that building, I remember. So I was bashing people with my bat and also shooting them with the shotgun, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
I believe that was the first session too where Bunny and Blizz came together mm -hmm. as bros. So, so I pushed a guy off the roof that was handcuffed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to say the roof fight because uh, I got to botch all those rolls. While try Essentially, I just tried to kick the guy in the in the ankles <laughs> and <laughs> shot him in the ankles to knock him down. That was, uh, I think, those bunnies' first real fight, and it was uh, he totally failed, like horribly. <laughs> so that kind of set the tone. Yeah. But I was gonna say mine has to be two of them. They're from the same session. I can't remember if it was Pax or Emerald City that we played this one at. It was when Blizz took a Goss rifle round to the head <laughs> and survived, and then proceeded to RPG the same dude on accident that just shot me with a railgun. So th this is part of Blizz's backstory that if you've if you've played with us at at ECC or PAX in the past uh, or Nest Norwest Con, some of the characters here have come from that, and so in this particular session, I believe it was PAX. Um, where we were having our sort of end of packs blowout game, and yeah, Blizz. That's actually the same session where Blizz lost his leg. Mm -hmm. And that was uh. actually my next one. Is when <laughs> when Grifter or uh, Muffins was climbing up on the giant raw, punching it in the nuts, and I was firing RPGs at it, and almost hitting Grifter a couple times, and then yeah, my leg get vaporized. Literally got vaporized in a half second. One roll. That's all I took. I, was one roll. I should take the time to point out. True to form, uh, Muffins was actually the one that fired the Goss rifle around that hit him in the head. Yes, I know. <laughs> and he was also the one that picked out my arm leg, leg arm. Yeah, it was kind of on the it was on the the drive back into basically America because your eyes were down in Texas for that particular fight, I think. Uh, <laughs> and you were making your way back to the border uh, in that particular fight. That one of the Texas ones? It was. I believe that's yeah, we said it in we said that one in it was an early playtest model. Is that the kaiju one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers, there's kaiju in Identico. Pardon? <laughs> it's like basically uh how big are they? They're giant rocks. At, at least 30 feet tall. Yeah. Is the smallest ones. In kaiju Gundam, whatever you want to call it. Yep. This bunny? Uh-huh. He's <laughs> now thinking about kaiju-sized oh. rovers now. <laughs> I'd also like to throw in the fight, and I put that in quotes, where Billy got his face vaporized because it it very much... Billy uh, never got his face vaporized. Not Billy, Titus, I'm sorry. <laughs> Billy's way cooler than Titus. Um, yeah, that fight, because it was a, a shock to me. Uh, it really kind of grounded us and kind of took away that air of invincibility that you frequently feel whenever you're playing an RPG. So, uh, touche, Mallow. <laughs> I would also like to throw in the um, confrontation of Zaddy with me and Katassi as an honorable mention because we were legitimately <laughs> fighting yeah. SWAT people in the mansion in a rubber chicken bikini. <laughs> yes. Uh, my favorite is also going to be a toss-up between the one where we got Homeboy's mixtape and Bunny helped with Listen, some I did server my best. retrieval. Yep. 
and uh, the time that we got the plant back. Mm, yeah. I will say a close runner up to the, the, the mid-coitus murder spree was probably the time I basically stood on the ground floor and was throwing fold-up tables and man covers at police on the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah, y'all, did y'all think when we started this whole thing that like a plant was gonna lead to basically destroying a corporate tower? Like, did you, like, did, did it just seem like the weirdest thing in the world that y'all were after a plant at first and then all of a sudden it started kind of unraveling to what it was? A lot of head shaking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I thought we were going to be retrieving first thing. I'm honestly, sure. I'm honest. The only thing I'm surprised about in regards to the plant is that the Blizz over there didn't make a salad out of it and just start munching on it. Hey, like, Blizz never really got an opportunity to get hold of it. I definitely expected one of the botany students to go rogue with it. Like, I figured we were going to end up making our own, like, counter criminal, like, empire to undercut benevolent. I definitely saw a weird yeah. drug empire. I can mean, I just, yeah, good. Can I just throw out huge props to Mallow for just walking with the fact that we basically just blundered ourselves into college? Like, <laughs> totally unscripted, totally unplanned, and we just kind of all end up enrolled in college. Yeah. <laughs> conversation after that session he was like so uh i guess you're all in college i have a whole bunch of extra shit to write for next week now <laughs> with jan sports with jan, with jan sports, sports we were yeah. very specific about that one quality is full important of, <laughs> full of beecher's cheese full of beecher's cheese Damn. we are not sponsored by them yet yep but we would like you know to be what? if possible i and think that? after visiting the tillamook factory would you give up on beecher's i'm going tillamook now Okay. I love it's time. Yeah, that was the time that uh, the grifter ended up um, putting on a lab coat, and I'm fairly certain grifter never took it off for the rest of the game. That's actually that's actually true. Yeah. Spe speaking of Beecher, I mean, uh, I think that I would I would like to think that had given the chance, Eve would have offed him herself. Is that true? Can you? Eat that because I feel like I heard that wrong. You would have given the chance. You would have offed Beecher. Uh, you had a couple chances, but I feel like as the game went along, you were like eyeing this dude like way harder than I expected you to. Yeah, I don't trust him. He's in the same pool as uh, Noel Juliet. I don't trust him either. <laughs> um, honestly. Had he presented his issue to me um, in a less, I don't know, if he communicated better, I probably would have helped him with the, the locked away memories and shit like that, but I don't think I would have killed him unless, of course, I was clairvoyant, because then I definitely would have killed him. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Muffins probably would have killed him anyway. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting the kind of like way that that y'all took some of that stuff because, like, in some ways, what y'all did with that forced the like benevolence hand to like go quicker, right? And it's like the Zaddy character was always like mega flawed, obviously, 
right? And like the the background to Beecher, like Zaddy basically rescued Beecher from near death, right? And you know, Beecher had a husband who was killed by the mob, and Zaddy was able to kind of protect Beecher and things like that. He had, you know, his own sort of like drug and alcohol addiction issues and things like that, and eventually got cleaned up. And he was a college professor. Um, Zydarian, being an underground sort of kingpin, uh, never kind of gave up that life, even though Beecher wanted to get out of that life. And, like, it's just one of those things where, like, Beecher was looking for an out. Zydarian didn't want to get out. And poor choices were made. And it kind of left to even more poor choices down the line. And then in walks you guys that basically like threw all sorts of wild cards into what was going on. Um, you know, the, the background to the whole plant thing was Beecher set the kid up. Like the kid was going to get picked up by benevolent. Had y'all not interjected and then boom, benevolent has what they need. To get See, started. I knew he was a bastard. Well, the kid was going to live. He had worked that part out. Or at least he thought he did. Benevolent being benevolent, you never know. Depends on how I roll in D20 over here. But. Because apparently I just like killing NPCs and people, apparently. I don't know. That's a, that's a theme over <laughs> these number of episodes. <laughs> We have a lot of cats going in here. Yes. Uh, equal opera. Oh, a lot of love for Tillamook. All right, Tillamook. Step up. Next next game's coming. I will put your logo right there where the GM spot will be. We need. A, we just need to send them like a pitch deck or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a couple of, like, legitimately, we have a couple of other affiliates coming um, that we will have hopefully by the time we start the next game. So we've had a few people that we've been talking to for that. Uh, so, uh, keep a lookout for that. Cause it'll be fun. We have more questions. Yes. Which questions, which questions should we take next? Just pick one. Uh, all right. Cults and religions. Cults Ooh. are cults. They don't have to make sense. What can you tell us about this in this society? So the short answer is that cults don't have to make sense, but they don't evolve in a vacuum. So they almost do make sense. Um, the two biggest ones that we've introed so far is there's a couple of different, call them Luddite style cults that hate technology, specifically cybernetics. You can read more about that here. <laughs> so we did encounter one cult. Okay, and then the other one was the one that Mallow introduced for this stream, which was the weird like wannabe admech people. <laughs> Uh, I made that cult specifically for Joe. I figured you did, but and I was like, they just want to be Admech. Like, and I was, I was uh, fine with helping them out, but everyone else was like, oh, I don't need a dark generator. I was, I was, so I didn't, so I literally threw that at y'all, not knowing how this was going to go, because I, well, except, except for Joe. I knew exactly how Joe was going to basically get a metal boner for this, for this group, and then want to stick with it. I did not know how the rest of the group was going to react to just like being underground all of a sudden with these like cyborged out people 
who believe that like the flesh is weak kind of thing. So um, cool. I mean, let it be known right now that if the rest of the group hadn't so vehemently objected to it, I would have happily provided them with a dark web generator. Notice, <laughs> I didn't object. Once, as soon as Mallow mentioned that, my brain went off and was just like, yes, yeah. we are in the shit now. This is so <laughs> cool. And everybody's like, well, yeah, I need it. And I'm kind of with you, Joe. It's just like, well, okay, maybe we'll come back to him later. For, and then, for yeah. Titus, I think, was like, you <laughs> Interesting. Um, for the record, that group is called the Sixth Sanctum. So, if you would like to there, use it in your home game, you're welcome. going to be all cults and religions are going to be reactions to what society is doing. Um, as many of you know, Texas is a basically a theocracy at this point. Like they've gone down that road in Identico, um, in all but name. Are we there already today? Pretty much. Right. Um, Another question. Are there underwater communities? No. There's underwater research and there's floating islands. Mallow wrote up a big thing about manufactured islands once. Yes. And it's sitting in it. So this is our, our secret shame. We have a giant cutting room floor. Mallow and I do. Of crap. Not crap. Actually, I think good content that we've started, like have a good framework for and just have never had the time or the ability to like finish developing so yeah. the short answer is no underwater because it doesn't make a lot of sense there's again there's underwater research but there is cool big like like floating islands that are semi-sovereign yeah and move around the ocean and uh well, there's also we've also established in one of the chaos inc episodes that there are uh floating like data servers and things like that yeah um, so there yeah. is other ways, as you'll start to see through the shows, uh, that information is passed and stored and things like that. Um, uh, one, one of the questions in here is, uh, how many levels of illegal is Digi? Not illegal at all, actually. It's a avatar representation of a computer program. Like, as long as Digi, you guys gotta remember, as long as Digi doesn't crack it at type 3 or type 4 AI, right? then it's legal type 2 ai is fine yeah type 3 and 4 are the only ones that are prescribed no no identico yeah uh how down the rabbit hole did we go in scarring the midwest uh mal and i are on watch lists (laughs) Uh, dead serious so like all seriousness i am under what's considered continuous investigation by the federal government like dead serious because of the clearances that I hold. It has nothing um, to do with the game. You just took a left fucking turn. Like, what I'm saying like, is just, how did yeah, y'all score the Midwest? I am under constant surveillance by the federal <laughs> government. We're on Twitch, dude. <laughs> like, we are, we are, we're on a watch list somewhere. We, there is a couple of websites where you can go simulate nuclear, like detonations and stuff like that. Mal and I spent a good chunk of time figuring out how to build the scar and where it would be and how bad it would be and what the half-life would be. It's pretty deep. Well, I did take that a little bit and go farther because technically the scar real world, the scar would be like Chernobyl nowadays. You can actually go, you can't spend a lot of time in there, but you're not going to fucking die immediately. Our scar way more dangerous. Uh, You have to have a special protection to get through there. It's very very wide as well so like you can't just drive through it in a car and hope for the best 
it doesn't work that way. Um, because that's that's more interesting to a story, right? We're gonna take some bits of the science and run with it uh, where we can, because as creators, uh, that's what we do. I'm sad, so, because Wixie doesn't look like they're in chat still. If you're still there, I can't see you, but what type of service garage caters to 20-ton robot battle suits? Like, is it a special garage or just Jiffy Lube? Whatever you have a group on for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if she was... question. <laughs> I was kind of wondering if he was directing that at me, because I mentioned that I had a garage. Yeah. I mean, Muffins is not 20 tons by any means. But, like, if, it, if that's what the question was about, and Mixie is listening, um, it's not really a garage specifically, but it's a, like, a old, I think we decided it was an old, like, automotive garage that I purchased from somebody. Yeah. And con- converted it into to Grifter's home slash workshop. Yeah. One of the things that Bunny Boy would be able to do while he is in Japan is there are essentially like mechanized fights. So it's like MMA, but for Rob's. That's a whole thing. Wasn't there like a Hugh Jackman movie? It was, that was just, well, but yeah. that was just, that was just punch and punch of robots. Like it's our version yeah. of it and it's cooler. Our and version is cooler. What's funny to me about that movie is one of my friends is actually an extra in that movie. He's in the background of one of the fight scenes. Okay. He just happened to live near where they were filming and, and managed to get a spot. So speaking of, of that, uh, Bit Player asked, are athletic agencies as bad now as they are in terms of corruption, racism, and eliminating the competition? How strong are gambling cartels in influencing this? Um, probably worse. Uh, we actually got pitched a sports book yep. a while back. Um, like, And there's a long pitch to it. Um, I have told the people involved to go write it and we will publish it. Yeah. Uh, we, we like have, the idea a lot. And, and like I said, the, the long pitch has a lot of the stuff about the different types of sports that have developed, like with cybernetics and rods and everything else, like rover football. Yeah. Right. And so there's that uh, gambling being legal in most places by the time Identical comes around. They, of course, have a huge influence on it. But. Again, it's entertainment. It's kind of like pro wrestling. Like it's entertainment. Like, yeah. They, if if they, if a corporation can find a way to profit off of it, and they don't, and, and they basically are doing user generated content, which is essentially what that is, uh, they will take it. Hi, hi, Amazon. <laughs> Wink. Um, <laughs> as we give you user generated content. Um. Thanks for the fifty percent cut. Yeah. Are are there any animals left to rescue? Uh, sure. I feel sure there's a couple. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is, and again, I dropped the book. Read the book. Um, There's corporations that even now. So if you take what's happening now, and one of the things that we did with Identico, we continue to do is we go, what's happening now? Let's just throw that forward and sprinkle some shenanigans on it. there's corporations that are trying to do green technology and things like that. They do sustainable work. It happens. And so one of the main characters, his life goal was to clean up the garbage patches in the oceans. And he did. Yep. I mean, you could, you could argue E-121 is probably green technology, too, because it eliminated a lot of the need for fossil fuels. Yes. yes. We, did that, we did that on purpose. 
because yep. for so love why, of all things holy, we need that. Yep, that's why E121 exists. We actually talked through fossil fuels, and right now we are probably in the real world at the oil peak, or just past it, where we are now officially running out of oil. I actually had so. somebody yell at me at a convention when we were talking about Identico, and they were like, how dare you not make fossil fuels a limited resource or whatever? And I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> this is not Mad Max. It's fine. Like, it's okay to just have a, a an energy source. Like, it doesn't mean that there is never a problem at all and a battery doesn't run out, but holy crap, like... <laughs> It also adds a unnecessary level of crunch that I just honestly don't think is enjoyable as a character. Yeah, that's actually from a from a mechanical design perspective, the entire reason for it. We just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, mechanically. And, and you can you can ask a lot of the players and stuff like that. I mean, I have a I have a document that I've been working on now that has I think eighteen pages of either additional or rules that need to be cleaned up and things like that that are will put out here eventually um and i say eventually because every time i think that it's ready for prime time i find something else that we need to tweak um so yeah the the amount of of rounds of uh information and just stuff you guys have lined up amazes me uh there's not a single time that i've been around woody where he's not like oh sean i've been thinking about <laughs> this and i wrote it out and i'm like and that was even before i like understood identical and i was just like what the fuck is this guy talking about so <laughs> they always have stuff that they're working on so just a heads up on that one everybody uh you should you should you should hear our wives talk about it uh, cause for a formative years of trying to write this book, uh, there was a lot of like getting the families together and they would just both look at us and be like, would y'all shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> I have literally heard your wife come in and poke her head into the, the, the kitchen while we were all standing around your island talking about things and here we go. Oh, they're still talking about nerd shit. And then leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, True. she's one. She's one to talk about nerd shit. Who has the you know Star Trek zip up you know pulley, pull over and shit like that in her own communicator button. I'm just saying, you know. Bless your mallow wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wife. Without our our spouses being supportive, like we would never have gotten this done, because like. We started working on this, like Mal said, before we had kids. Like, so we were still early in development. We were still working on the first alpha when my kid, when mine was born. And I had a Mac set up in my kitchen in my townhouse in Seattle, literally where I would type while she was sleeping in a little fucking like rocker next to me yep. in the kitchen. I'd be like, all right, must write the fucking 500 words I'm going to get out today before <laughs> she wakes up. Now, in fairness, both of our kids have shiny math rocks now, too. So, you know, they're fully inundated at this point. Yeah. They don't have a choice. <laughs> they're probably not going to play. They're, they're going to be like, that's their version of rebelling. Is mine's going to pick up one of these 15 guitars behind me and just like make a punk rock band and be like, yeah, dad, fuck you. You know, and be like, I don't want those shiny fucking math rocks. I'm going to play music. Problem is, is that's not going to upset you. Not like, a bit. That's that? the secret like, of parenting: is you get them to rebel in ways that you approve of, but you secretly be like, "No, please don't." <laughs> but my problem would be like, "No, please don't, don't pick up that." No, and then I just put on like 
you know headphones while she's like not hitting notes correctly and i'm just walking away disappointed you know damn them oh my goodness does it we've been we've been answering questions in the chat and stuff like that uh do you all have questions cast members as well you are welcome to ask questions as well I think it would be pretty fun for people to talk about what their design process was for their characters and what they were uh, trying to make their characters to be. Ooh, I like that. Mine's literally based on our 14 year old daughter and you can tell. Can confirm. She even helped come up with the name of the character. They sat down and had a brainstorming session one day. (laughs) Yep, Kate and I built, Kate and I built Katassi together. Which That's is short is short for catastrophe. Yep. <laughs> I remember in the early sessions when we had all of the meat, these people and stuff like that. And that's the first thing out of Cassie's mouth was, okay, so my character's named catastrophe. <laughs> We're going to go with Katassi for short. And I was like, this is this is it this is what like and and she was like i think you asked me you were like is that okay and i was like uh yeah no we there's no other character at this point there is only katassi there is there is no (laughs) there is no norm there's only katassi (laughs) and then it's just you know it's blossomed from there to its own like the thing that i really love about all of these characters is that they've all become like their own like thing like complex you know beautiful people in this in this story no matter how many times joe shoots uh alex's character um they're still all beautiful people so that's i just want to put that in you guys can keep talking about your thought process behind it because i still want to hear about uh i i really want to hear about eve and buddy boys thought processes and how that went because both of your characters took like a left and a right turn about halfway through this about halfway through this campaign over two seasons uh (laughs) do you start with how we made the characters go for it yeah uh well uh so we the f- was it the first time we played it was Christmas at Zulu's, and you we had we rented out the uh, the basement there to play, and I, I hadn't really really played Identico before, like kind of dabbled in stuff, um, but Mal was like, "Oh no worries," and handed me a just a sheet for a greaser character, and I was like, "Oh okay." And I sat there and I was like, I don't know, Bunny Boy. And I, I, I thought of it sort of as like a, a knockoff diva character. And uh, but they just became a, 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 a pacifist, fun loving stoner. And uh, yeah, that's the beginning anyway. I'll let Eve. Well, I like punk things a lot. And honestly, Eve, (laughs) so I didn't know that this podcast was going to happen, but I did know that Eve was going to be a way that I could work out some of my frustrations about the real, real world (laughs) since, uh, uh, well, she has a spiky bat and a lot of sass and a very big amount of opinions and 
is very bossy. So <laughs> thanks for letting me live out my um, very bossy, sassy, smashy person. <laughs> uh to kind of follow up on the bunny boy thing, he, he morphed over time as I started suspecting and later confirmed um, that I have ADHD. And it, it, it kind of wasn't out a little bit because I can't like as we're as we are doing the stream. I love this story and everything. Um, but for those of you with, with ADHD, you understand that even if you're super interested in it, you can't always stay laser focused, especially for two hours. So I'm literally sitting here playing 2048 while we're playing just to occupy. And uh, so sometimes Bunny will space out or he's just lazy. He's like, yeah, I'm just hanging. So that kind of complimented my uh, my my ADHD so <laughs> it's not uh, so if you ever see that it's they're one in the same um, and it's just I, I think it makes him even more lovable whenever it happens because he's just I don't know he's so oblivious and, and cool with life <laughs> much like you <laughs> you know what was the what was the what was the reaction when all of a sudden I just threw NPCs at you and been like possible love interest, possible love interest, possible love interest, possible love interest, and I'm just like serving them up on a fucking platter like it's the damn coffee shop over here, like <laughs> like hazelnut latte over here, <laughs> like <laughs> not interested. I honestly was like, ah, oh, shit. Because, all right, chat, I'm, this may come as a surprise to some of you. It won't come as a surprise to those of you who used to watch my streams. I have no game. And I, I'm fine with that. Um, I just, like, I don't know. Pickup lines and dating someone in RPG is as difficult as in is starting that up in real life. And I just froze. Um... And it's so much so that I was just like, okay, Bunny Boy might be asexual and might just be like, yeah, we can hang and that's, yeah, you're cool. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, the reaction was, was, was poor. I guess I'll say that. <laughs> no, I thought that the reaction was like so on point for Bunny Boy's character. And like, I remember texting you after those first couple of sessions being like, you okay with this, right? Like, you okay with this, right? Like, nobody's going to smack you in the face, right? Like, you're okay with this, right? And you were like, yeah, man, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But then in my head, I'm just like, okay, so is he saying that it's cool just because he's my friend? He doesn't want me to freak out. Like, <laughs> like I'm no, just like, okay, with okay with it, you know? Was, <laughs> you, you seem like you enjoyed it. And I was like, D if he wants to do this, I, I mean, you know, you know how streams and things go. Like, I'll just roll with it. Wabi sabi, and <laughs> uh, we'll we'll do it. So, yeah, no, that wasn't fake. Uh, it's just okay. like, yep, that you took it down this road, and you're driving the bus. So let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And honestly, thank you for doing that because <laughs> one of the things that I like more than <laughs> seeing my boyfriend flirt 
<laughs> Seeing him flirt with an NPC and and have his genuine reactions—it's <laughs> um, it was it was very wholesome and very fantastic. <laughs> Getting to see that and just being like, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: If you can't, they don't just have the same background, guys. For those who haven't picked it up in fifty episodes, like, this is a green screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in Kentucky. They, they both have the same background on the green screen. <laughs> They try. They can't even. Oh, they're they're so close together. They almost can't. There we go. There's yeah. Hey, oh oh hey. Terms of service. Um. So there you go. <laughs> so. Lance, Alex, talk about your game. Say, Blizz. I grew up listening to Nofax and Rancid a lot in my high school years, and I wanted to see what I would be like. If I took up the the shoes of Fat Mike, just more violent. And then whenever I first started making him, Joe and one of the one of the cons goes, "You basically just made Junkrat," which is kind of true. You, you made but, you made Junkrat if Junkrat was Fat Mike. Huh. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody else has met Fat Mike, but. That's hilarious to me now. <laughs> but the Fat Mike is one of my favorite uh, singers and, you know, band just in general of Nofex. And I just thought it would be fun to make a more psychotic version of him. Yeah. And throw in some of the stuff that I normally do in real life with some of the stupid shit that I do. <laughs> so we were talking about this during the break, though. It's like Blizz matured from like episode one through 50. Like if y'all remember back to when we thought this was only going to be a podcast and we recorded it in my studio at the house, Blizz, I mean, Blizz and Bunny Boy bros, you know, fist pound from the beginning, right? But like Blizz leading up to that just did like the dumbest things in the world to like now he's like leading a family and like, (laughs) being like responsible like i'm uh, he's not paying taxes by any means but like <laughs> to to that effect i don't know if we ever specifically talked about it in in the in this stream but blizz is a character that dates back quite a while similar to muffins and we originally we we sort of kind of made it canon that the the previous versions of blizz are this version of blizz he just took so many drugs between and the last damage. time he played and this one that he completely forgot everything about his prior life. Which is, I mean, fairly on point for a blizz. Like, let's be on, let's be real about that. So, I mean, when he was first introduced, he was getting his leg replaced and uh, shooting up on was it morphine? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, you you basically took the plant and was just like, yeah, that's cool. All right. Like, you're like the Keith Richards of this group. You're just like, I can't die. I don't Keith fucking Richards care. A cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> it's Keith Blizz, Richards. Keith Richards, and a cockroach at the end of the world. That's what's happening. With a grenade launcher. Probably. Never forget the grenade launcher. I'm going to make it canon that Keith Richards is still somehow fucking alive in our universe. Right there. There you go. He's still somehow alive. Well preserved. Yeah. The Futurama head. (laughs) Maybe. maybe. I mean, we never made that part canon, but, you know. 
All right, all right, uh, Alex. You had two characters that you had to create. <laughs> so my thought process for this has always been pretty simple. Uh, was showcase with with Titus. The reason I made him a Leo and a former cop was I wanted to showcase it because most people don't play Leos. It's probably our least played class, and it's a pretty neatly designed class. So I wanted to like do some shit with it. And mostly I was like, when we first started, I was like, hey, I'm just going to make a real basic character and see how it plays out. And because I didn't really know what to expect walking in, like how the group dynamic was going to work. And then uh, by the time Titus died, uh, believe it or not, people in the audience and, and the chat and the people who listen to this later, I don't actually know what Mallow's doing ahead of time. There'll be some story stuff where he's like, did we write this this way? And like, it'll be real macro world stuff. But aside from that, I have no idea about the story beats. So I don't know what's happening. Uh, so when Billy came along, it was the, the big thing was I wanted to step back more from like where Titus's role was because I was like, Billy's not going to be like the leader or the guy nudging anything or like pushing pe pushing stuff through. Like Billy's just going to hang out and be a jet in <laughs> Buddy's words. And like, that's why he has medical and demolitions. I was like, he'll be the support guy. He'll be goofy and funny and he'll be a freedom fighter from Juarez and he'll just be there to fucking wreck shop. That's his whole thing. And that was, that was the whole concept. So that's pretty much it. My, my stuff's pretty simple. Yeah, that leaves me. Yeah. So I want to say, like, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Muffins is probably one of the oldest characters that stuck around for a while. Yes. Yes. And in some in some version of. It's like yeah. Iron Man suit. You've got like Mark One muffins, Mark Two muffins. You know, this is officially the third iteration of muffins that has been played. They've all been relatively similar, but it's like they, the King James version. Yeah, um, the original design behind muffins was muffin slash grifter. Was what would I be like if I had no social filters or norms implanted in my head? Um. How would I act if I didn't feel bad about wholesale murdering people, uh, being just a general shithead mercenary for hire type person? Um, but over time, like the original incarnation of him was the, the reason why he had muffins in the first place is because Grifter was a hypochondriac agoraphobe. He used muffins to live vicariously because he was scared of the real world. Um, up to and including, at several points, he actually wore a full hazmat suit, like whenever he had to go places that were not muffins. Um, and, and one of my, I've got a sheet over there somewhere, actually behind me, where there's actually in my equipment, there's there's uh, thermite grenades and Lysol cans in my equipment. Um, you didn't but, want to leave any chance for germs is what you're no, saying. Okay. No. And so, yeah, he was he was a guy that... that was kind of flawed in a lot of ways like from a, a like a social and human standpoint and 
over iterations, he's kind of dialed back on that. Like, I, I ended up kind of dropping the agoraphobia thing because it, it kind of became encumber cumbersome to play. Oh, you mean trying to, like, negotiate with somebody while wearing a hazmat suit is yeah. is is yeah. cumbersome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so eventually, that whole situation just kind of evolved back more to the original intent of me without filters. Um, pre this version of muffins was dialed back quite a bit from like you. Mala knows I've done some pretty heinous things with muffins in the past, and I didn't feel like that really fit this crew super well. And as as many awful things as I did in this game, they were much worse back then. Um, but yeah, me without filters. So I guess my family should be happy that I have filters <laughs> and fairly strong ones. And I don't have access to a 900 pound war robot. It's really annoying when I need to harness that energy to take care of problems for me. And you're all, no, you can't murder people. That's illegal. I'll go to prison. Yeah. Um, but, Dumb. you know, I, I think I saw we saw some pretty solid growth and development on the, the Grifter character this time around. Um, up to and including him kind of just being open for whatever in terms of uh, relationships because I hit on a lot of different people in this game <laughs> and yeah so <laughs> I, I love I love the last portion of it where you're just kind of like throwing that out there too well I'm just kind of like okay well now you've got everything covered at this point like <laughs> there was a moment where like I could have almost shipped like you and Noel but I don't know if Ben who created the original Noel Juliet character? I actually All would right. be getting a phone call from him, probably being like, "What?" But I, I think mean, it would threw, be funny. I threw down some heavy flirtation Noel's way. <laughs> yes, you did. You yes, know, you I'm did. Not, I, I I will have to go ask Ben what he would think about that. Yeah. I actually don't know. Yeah, we never got that far you into Noel's character. I was just going to ask, is Noel, so is my, is Eve's suspicion of Noel at least on track a little bit because of how mean she is? Yes and no. Um, I'm going to lean more so, to no, but that's just me. Yeah. I'm going to lean more toward no. Um, Noel has a very soft spot in a very hard heart. And for that soft spot, he will fucking murder you um for the chat and for everybody who's still watching noel juliet is the i believe longest running actually played npc in identico he's in in defiance ben played noel in the alpha playtest where muffins was too did. i believe what's that i think muffins was around at that point too I don't know if we called him Muffins. I don't think we did either at that point, but yeah. Um, yeah, Muffins did not have a name originally. I'm trying to remember who it was, it was. We were at at Round the Table in Linwood. That was our first alpha play test, and it was probably six years ago. Six or seven almost, yeah. Um, and 
Ben came in with a character named Noel Juliet, and he enjoyed playing it so much that he wrote the short stories that you see in In Defiance. And from that session, he was headshotting people with a 357. That was his primary move. The entire session was headshotting people with a 357. That's also where, because uh, Tip actually asked about Of Monsters and Men 2, um, Of Monsters and Men 1 was written for that alpha playtest so that we could do that. That's how old that adventure is. Um, and it's been developed over time, but yes. So Noel is not evil. I mean, no neither is Muffins. Noel's actually more, uh, I played it a out. Nihilist? From, well, he's not just a nihilist, but he's hurt at this, at this stage yeah. in the story. So what had happened leading into and through in Defiance of Chaos, like, this is a dude that's getting revenge in a very specific way and utilizing the Jackson Howe character, which has also showed up in Chaos Inc., uh, which we've talked and about. And in Defiance. And yeah. in Defiance, yeah. We've, we've talked about a little bit in there that, like, uh, well, I think you've, you've already talked about their, corp their uh, alignment, at least with some of these corporations. And... Yes. Neither Jackson nor Noel are very happy with any of the other ones for very specific reasons. And so when you all were hell bent to basically take down Benevolent, he was like, I will write checks all day. Uh, because he was the original one that brought down the first Benevolent Tower in Vancouver. And so you guys oh, have brought down. It was in Dubai? Dubai. Correct. So he's brought down one. Y'all brought down a second one. Like. The pattern is sort of like whether he's doing the detonation or being there or you all are doing it, you know, uh, your your goals aligned, to put it in the best particular way. So Bit made a pretty interesting comment about muffins and the, the conversation with Piper and, and Joe. I, I think that's an interesting com comment because it actually shows one of the things that I actually have written down. And Pete joked about my one note. I actually have one. While, while Grifter does not have filters per se, he does have his own sense of morality, such as you could call it. And I, it was peppered a little bit here and there throughout the whole campaign. One of the things that he cannot tolerate is people fucking with his family. Mm -hmm. People that he has chosen to associate with and would call a friend if he, if he felt that he had friends in the traditional sense. But when you, when it's kind of, you poke the mama bear and he gets very angry and starts murdering things. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm, I'm interested to see. So Angel City Stories was initially written to do uh, kind of what In Defiance does. There's a lot of short stories and vignettes that come together or um, that ladder up to maybe a larger sort of portion of this. So uh, the two things I'll leave you all with tonight, because uh, we did get a question about of Monsters and Men 2. Uh, I have not forgotten about it. Uh, life has happened. If you haven't noticed, we're in a, a parallelogram still. Um, cause I refuse to say the other P word. Um, and so, uh, that fucks with you, uh, when it comes to the creative stuff. Um, so I haven't forgotten about it. Uh, I am actually still thinking about that and how it wraps up because we have introduced the concept of the biotransference and things like that in the game. So we will have more about that stuff soon enough. 
Um, because I know that you all want the ending to that story. So I will not Pat Rothfuss you, I promise. Or Robert Jordan you. Or George R.R. R. Martin you. Um, that's a long list. We know where you live. Yes. So, uh, no, we will get those going for you. Um, the uh, other thing that I will say is that uh, leaves the door open for more Angel City stories in the future. Uh, and so be looking out for that as well, because, uh, again, this is a lot of fun. I don't know about y'all, but I have a ton of fun doing this. Uh, even when life kind of sucks, this is the high point in life for me right now. Uh, and I enjoy seeing all of you in chat. I enjoy reading your comments on YouTube. I enjoy being with everybody here. Uh, so until we meet again, which is next week, cause we're going to have some talkie streams next week, but until we meet again, I will bid you adieu and, uh, good night. Goodbye. Tell somebody you love them. Drink your water. Take your vitamins. I didn't forget about it this time. Wear a goddamn mask. Get vaccinated if you haven't. Uh, and we will see you again next week. Okay? We love Indeed. you. Ah! Good night, everybody. We are so proud of you. You know what? And just like Steve, you're looking pretty good. Keeping it together. I like to see that. So we meet again. Remember, there's no such thing as a stranger. There's just a friend you haven't met yet. Stay weird. Thank you.